meaningless thought The shell appears strong But the inside is right It's time to be stirred The time is now The winds have changed Read the signs No time to hide The winds have changed Millennia ago from the little cave on the tiny island of Patmos in the Aegean Sea, the heavens opened. Since then, the world has been fascinated by the cosmic upheaval brewing on the horizon of history. The upheaval is now upon us. It is within us. To some degree, it always has been. But there has been a sudden and violent shift in the affairs of the world. The winds have changed. Heaven will not be silent. Let's now join Father Anthony Bush, pastor of St. Stanislaus Koska, the Sanctuary of the Divine Mercy in Chicago, and author of A Mother's Plea, For the Winds Have Changed. Together we can pave the way for a hopeful response to the signs of our times. Everybody and welcome. Tony. Hey, Father. Nick, over there. T in T. T. <laughs> We're going to begin with uh, prayer. Prayer. We need it. Let's... Uh, we, we most definitely... Need it. Uh, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it done unto me according to thy word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Pray for us. O Holy Mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ, let us pray. Pour forth, we beseech you, O Lord, thy grace into our hearts, that we to whom the incarnation of Christ, thy Son, was made known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection through the same Christ, our Lord. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, the soul and divinity, of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world, for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and, and on, on the whole world. Jesus, Jesus I, trust I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Eternal God, of whom mercy is endless and the treasury of compassion inexhaustible, look kindly upon us, increase your mercy in us that in difficult moments we might not despair nor become despondent but with great confidence submit ourselves to your holy will, which is love and mercy itself. O most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of Mercy, at this most critical time we entrust the United States of America to your loving care. Most holy Mother, we beg you, 
Reclaim this land for the glory of your Son. Overwhelmed with the burden of the sins of our nation, we cry to you from the depths of our hearts and seek refuge in your motherly protection. Look down with mercy upon us and, in, and touch, touch the hearts of, your pe of our people. Open our minds to the great worth of human life and to the responsibilities that accompany human freedom. Free us from the falsehoods that lead to the evil of abortion and threaten the sanctity of family life. Grant our country the wisdom to proclaim that God's law is the foundation on which this nation was founded and that he alone is a true source of our cherished rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. O merciful Mother, give us the courage to reject the culture of death and the strength to build a new culture of life. And trusting now in your most powerful intercession, we pray, remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection implored thy help or sought thy intercession, was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, we fly unto thee, O Virgin, a virgin's our mother. To thee do we come, before thee we stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not our petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer us. O Mary conceived without sin, Pray for us who have recourse to Thee. O Mary, conceived without sin. Pray for us who have recourse to Thee. O Mary, conceived without sin. Pray for us who have recourse to Thee. Saint Joseph. Pray for us. Saint Peter, Damian. Pray for us. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Okay, I feel like I'm in a in a candy store, and I don't know where to uh, you where know start? where to start. You know, I, I I've got. Uh, uh, I just happened to pick. I, today I've been just all looking. All, well, today's a feast of Saint Peter Damien. Uh, tomorrow we begin the season of Lent. Wow, I can't uh, believe Ash that. Wednesday tomorrow. Uh, so I certainly want to speak about that. I've got uh, uh, some stuff here from uh, Saint Peter Damien from the medieval times. Uh, very, very. Uh, uh, how would I? Well, what do we say? The church says the, the church says of herself that she's always in need of renewal, always in need of reform, and this is in every age, and and certainly uh, it's, it's based on the readings uh, yesterday at the mass. Uh, I was speaking about the which I I'm always talking about the uh, it's the the Anawim, you know the little mm -hmm. the little, little flock that. Uh, it's, uh, there's no doubt that uh, there's there's need for uh, reform uh, at so many different levels in the life of the church, certainly in in the society. But it it, it begins with uh, with each and every one of us. Uh, so, so so anyway, I've got uh, I've got all these things going to my head. So I also just picked up this little book. Uh, Gerilyn actually uh, left this in my office. Uh, Gerilyn Sullivan, who mm -hmm basically uh, built the studio here, uh, has, uh, kept us going, and it's called uh, the, B the Bishop of the Abandoned Tabernacle. Wow. And uh, I just was reading a little bit. I couldn't put it down. But it's about the St. Manuel Gonzalez Garcia. And, uh, you know, he felt called to the priesthood at the age of 12 uh, after his ordination he was sent to preach at a church which he found to be unclean and abandoned in prayer before a dusty tabernacle on a tor on torn altar cloths. He dedicated his life to Jesus' Eucharistic needs. Now, this abandoned tabernacle taught the young priest more about the love of Jesus than his years of theological study until his death St. Manuel loved to spread devotion to the Holy Eucharist, proclaiming his, eventual epitaph, uh, proclaiming his eventual epitaph, Jesus is here, he is here, do not abandon him. And uh, I, just flipping through the book, it's a little, not a, what's this, only 100 and, 120 some pages, uh, 
she read it on the plane, you know. So, but just looking through it, I just, uh, it, it just made me, uh, it makes me not want to be on a radio, but want to uh, read it. go into the chapel and read this book. Oh. Um, but as we're preparing for Lent, because I think we're all, uh, hopefully by now we've we've decided what we're going to do. I'm still, uh, I want it. I want it to be a, a, a kind of a, a rigorous Lent I for say myself. That, I say that every year, and and I don't, I don't. It's funny you should say we should know, but at this point, I don't. And I tend to, what I love about this time is the loneliness. You know, when you walk with Jesus. Right. So I just, I find as I go in that things, you know, things happen and I, and I, and I decide then yeah. what I should do. Yeah, maybe it's a... It's certainly, well, you know, as I mentioned yesterday at the Mass, you know, uh, it's, uh, a lot of people don't realize this, but it used to be, and this this wasn't a, yeah, a, I found a that Lenten thing. When you this, said is, that. this was, uh, you know, you, you had to fast 12 hours yeah. before you would receive Holy Communion. Uh, this this was not just on, uh, you know, from time to time or during the, the Lenten season, but this was uh, all the time. Mm-hmm. It was a, a twelve-year, fa- a twelve-month—I mean, a twelve-hour fast—before receiving Holy Communion, and then it was brought down to three hours. I think after or during the Second Vatican Council, uh, I think, or maybe shortly thereafter, and then it was brought down to one hour. I don't think people even put much thought thought to it no. at all. Uh, but I, as I was. Reflecting on that, and that, that came to my mind as I was uh, uh, g- giving the homily yesterday. That uh, that we 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 live in a world that is dumbed everything down yeah. so much so that we've lost or we've we experience a loss of uh, of an identity uh, because we have the loss of traditions. And, and and what's interesting is in 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 this time in which we're living. The church itself is uh, not the church uh, in her uh, mystical reality, but but uh, the, the the shepherds, uh, the the leaders, those who uh, uh, you know in persona Christi in the in the person of Christ to lead us as Christ would lead us. Uh, Seemingly, not not all, but uh, certainly uh, enough, seem more in collude. It's a kind of a like, like almost colluding with political, secular political leaders, government, mm-hmm. politicians, uh, the media. Uh, then. You know, then, 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 actually living in persona Christi in the person of Christ. Um, w- w- when you read the Gospels, when you read the whole of sacred Scripture, it just it. it, it well, I tell you, you know, we were, uh, and maybe we'll just start here. There's, there's, uh, there's so many different places I want to go, but uh, just go back to the readings on Sunday, mm-hmm. and when Angelica, your wife, was reading that second reading. I don't know if you noticed, but after she read that reading, I just kind of sat there. You did. Because I was so caught up with the reading. Now, and I, I had looked at these readings before because I write uh, the letter, and that re- letter is always— That's uh, exactly what I told her. She said, well, I read it. I read it because you prepare beforehand. Right. I, I, it was funny because—and that's why I, 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 I felt the need to have to tell her, and I hate to do that. It's only because I, I don't like when people tell me. Oh, I, did, I didn't understand the conversation you guys were having right after after the mass and the sacristy. Okay, I'll let <laughs> it see. But the, but the thing is, I I I I I, uh, I don't I, I. It's not that I don't like when people tell me, "Oh, that was a good reading. You read well." Because I always believe it, it's not me. Right. It's not me reading when I when I get up there. And, and, and weeks before, the same thing happened to me where I, I heard something for the first time. Right. And I was trying to explain it because I explained it to Juan, too. He's like, you know, when we go up there, sure, we are we are there reading, but the Lord works through us differently. And, and okay. leading back to Angelica, I, I had to tell her because I was in the back of the um, church, too, and I heard it. And I heard also she kind of 
She doesn't make fun of me, but you know when my voice cracks when something has touched me. Right. Because I, I, I really try to hold back my emotions, but I even I sensed it in her when she spoke that I, I heard the same thing going on there. And then I told her, yeah, you know, I, I sense when you did that. But she said, I, I don't know. You know, you go up there and you, you, you prepare it, but there's something how I think the Lord uses each one of us. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a, uh, 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 just call it a little moment of, uh, of epiphany yeah. for me. So I'm, uh, you know, we had the first reading. I mean, the, the, those, those were just really powerful readings mm-hmm. yesterday in preparation for, for Lent, but that second reading, when she was reading that, uh, I was listening with, uh, with uh, I was really uh, uh, intent. Uh, yeah. att- my attention, I was very astute. It, it's just, it, it's, it's almost as if I was. Those words were being spoken in a very direct way to me, and mm-hmm. it wasn't Angelica proclaiming or, or, or uh, you know. It was. It was as if it was certainly the the, the, the I, I felt the spirit of God, you know, just speaking yeah. in a in a very direct way to me. So much so that I was almost stunned, and uh, in fact, I was because after the reading was over, I didn't. I, I just I was lost in the reading, and it took. I don't. I, I don't know if people realize it, but it it, it took me a, a a moment. Not a moment. It wasn't a full moment. But I realized all of a sudden. There's, you know, silence, nothing's happening. And I realized, oh, I've, I've got to go read the gospel, you know, but I was still uh, lost in the uh, reading. Or, yeah. or uh, and, and let me just read it. I, I, mm-hmm. I just want to just go back and uh, uh, let's just look at these because these are beautiful preparations for, uh, for Lent. And also because we, because people, we need to wake up. We need major conversion, a major transformation. We need to allow the Lord to sanctify our lives. I have another article here, too, that I don't know if we'll get to it or not, but it's called Apocalyptic, Apocalypse Now. And I thought it was a very interesting mm-hmm. article because many people, see, the thing is, wherever I go, people are talking the same language. You know, uh, people who have been Basically, we feel like we we no longer have a voice. We're pushed to the fringe, um, and yet uh, we're uh, you know what what what's in the dark is is, is coming to the light. Mm-hmm. It's being revealed. Um, even the, the the writings of Saint uh, Peter Damien is just they're they're, they're just so. Um, uh, I, I mark my words, everybody. You know that eventually, uh, if things keep keep going the way they're going. In 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 the in, in our country, as in other countries, and certainly in the West, the Bible, sacred scripture, will be banned. It'll be banned. Yeah, I believe so. Um, but but listen to the this reading from uh, this is Saint Paul in his uh, letter to the, to the Corinthians. So I, certainly those of you, and that's most of you, probably all of you who are listening, were at mass, and so you've heard the reading. But I just want to uh, read it again. So, you know, brothers and sisters, so do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will, God will destroy that person. For the temple of God, which you are, is holy. Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you considers himself wise in this age, let him become a fool so as to become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness in the eyes of God. For it is written, God catches the wise in their own ruses. And again, the Lord knows the thought of the wise, the thoughts of the wise, that they are vain. So let no one boast about human beings, for everything belongs to you. Paul, or Apollos, or Cephas, or the world, or, or life, or death, or the present, or the future, all belong to you, and you to Christ, and Christ to God. Now, again, as I heard that, it was just, it's, it's the, 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 the foolishness, uh, that the wisdom of this world is foolishness 
in the eyes of God. And that God will catch us in our foolishness. Uh, it's almost as if it was a, like, a, like, almost as, as though a warning that, that God is not going to, and I, and I, I do believe this, that uh, even within certain sectors of the church, uh, and, and this isn't unique to the Catholic Church. This is happening, and it's already happened in a, in, a, in a very big way in mainline Protestantism and the Protestant churches, and, and, and it's, it's even infiltrating evangelical churches and the uh, more, like you, you just call it the fundamental Baptist churches, or the, this, the, the spirit of the world is, is, is infiltrating. Uh, is this is the spirit of the world, the spirit of the flesh, the uh, the devil, uh, the deceiver, the seducer, who creates an illusion, who's also the accuser, and we're we're so far gone in a sense, so far gone, in a real sense. Uh, I, again, I I just say it, I've said it many times, but more and more I'm I'm reflecting on this, and I and I and I challenge people in in all humility to think about this, because God created. In fact, I think I think uh, well we've we've had these readings uh, during the week, but uh, it seems to me this might. I'm again, I'm always living ahead of myself because mm-hmm. I'm always preparing well in advance. In advance, but the um, yes, I believe this the first Sunday of Lent, which would be uh, this coming Sunday, um, the the apple, the apple, the serpent, uh, mm-hmm. the ancient serpent will tempt Eve to take and eat the apple, and she does, and she gives it to her husband, to Adam. Um, it's a, really the story of the fall, you know, why we live in, in uh, this kind of corruption. But, the, uh, but we're fallen for the... Uh, we're, 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 uh, as I was, was writing the, uh, the letter, kind of tweaking it yesterday, but uh, that right now there are many, many fruits hanging from many, many trees, and um, it's all poison, and we're uh, we're we're, uh, we're 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 biting into those fruits, and uh, but but I will say this. Okay, so this, this is a point that I wanted to make. That um, and this is not, and, and I shouldn't even have to say this, but but you have to say it because uh, automatically, uh, you know, we're uh, accused of being. Uh, homophobic or, or whatever. But but when we redefine, when we in in our arrogance, as a society, as a people, when we redefined marriage and allow for two men to get married, two women to get married, we opened up a Pandora's box. Yes. And where have we come in this very short period of time? To the point that I even saw this again uh, yesterday in a uh, 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 it was a commentary, but uh, the drag queens, which we've mentioned many times, uh, it's it's kind of the in thing right now uh, for the uh, drag queens to uh, to read books uh, to little children, and uh, the drag queen. Asked the children, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And they said, "Drag queens." You know, we want to be drag queens. But this, uh, this, the, this, all this, the, 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 the different designations, uh, which I can't even wrap my head around. You all can. of us, LGBT, and just when you plus. do, there'll be ten other that'll be at it. So. Right. But 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 what's what's uh, exactly right? It doesn't it doesn't end. It doesn't end. But it's that even the church uses that. Would never never you know when nope. when a person would come to me, or comes to me you know because I, I I deal with all kinds of people, all kinds of issues. Uh, it's one thing when a person humbly acknowledges that they have uh, uh, certain struggles or certain proclivities or certain uh, uh, inordinate desires or, or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. when they acknowledge humbly that, you know, uh, there's a struggle going on or they've got sin or whatever, that's one thing. And uh, when people begin to identify themselves 
to me is, well, I'm this or I'm that. I, you know, I'm gay. I'm lesbian. I'm whatever. I, I said, you know, you you're, 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 you you categorize yourself. You're you putting did. yourself exactly. in that box. I said, when 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 the church looks at you, when God looks at you, it, it doesn't. Uh, you're not being categorized. You're not being put in a box. I mean, God sees what He created. Mm-hmm. He He created you in His image and likeness and beauty and goodness. He loved you into life. Um, uh, yeah, people can argue, well, people are born this way. Uh, I, I think the sciences have, 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 have proven that that's just not the case. It's, 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 a, yeah. it's a societal thing, whatever. Uh, today it's more of a, it's, it's become somewhat of a, uh, you know, a, fads, a faddish, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, but we did open a Pandora's box, and uh, the, the viciousness... Uh, the, 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 the viciousness and the foolishness of what's going on in the society today uh, is going to provoke uh, some manifestation of God to bring us to, to our senses. Mm-hmm. Uh, common sense, right reason. Uh, because right now, it's, 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 it's you know, as, as we've said many times, people... They speak in whispers. They, 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 you can't speak openly anymore because you, you're, you know, I said at the end of the Mass uh, yesterday, I said, our, uh, and I said it on the radio many times, but just you just get sick of people demanding their rights. Yep. Uh, it, 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 it begs the question, you know, it, well, well it, it goes back to, to the, this reading, you know, you're, cre- you're created by God for God. Uh, we're not going to be here forever. We're not destined to be here forever. Uh, life is a wounding experience. Uh, we live in a disordered world. But if there's, you know, it's, 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 so, so let's get over ourselves and acknowledge that we're God's creation, and it's, as written in, in this letter to the Corinthians, it's the will of God that he abide within us. Uh, and, 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 and he is a, a demanding God. He's not a, a permissive God, because we all have a responsibility for each other. And so all this, uh, you know, demanding one's rights, uh, in the absence of God, is, 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 is bringing us down to our knees. I mean, the, the, the city of Chicago, I was listening to the news this morning, you know, and I just, uh, I, I, and that's one of the things I, I thought, you know, during Lent, I've got to listen less to the news because it just becomes very stressful, extremely stressful. All the, 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 the different... Uh, tragedies that have happened in the city of Chicago, you're not safe anywhere any, any, anywhere in the city no. today. It, it's, it's in every neighborhood, and Chicago is a, a city of neighborhoods. This is a beautiful city. But if we were, you know, if, 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 if we all had regard for God, if we all understood that we have a collective responsibility to fulfill the laws of God, to keep the laws of God, uh, to love the laws of God. Yeah, we're talking about the Decalogue, the Ten Commandments, as written in the book of Deuteronomy, as, as we just heard a couple of weeks ago, uh, Jesus, I think it was just last week, I don't think I've come to take the law away, nothing of the law. It's binding on all people for all time, but, but I'm even calling you beyond the law into a life of high virtue. But if we, if we were really God-centered, you know, that we wouldn't have, we would be able to, you, you could, you, there was a time when you didn't have, people tell me even in this neighborhood, there was a time when, you know, you, before air conditioning and all that, you know, people would, you keep your doors open, yeah. your windows open, you'd even sleep on the, on these porches, you know, There's, and we don't have, you know, we're in an old neighborhood, so it's not even like you, you don't have yards, mm-hmm. you might have a backyard, but people would, uh, uh, and you, you, you could, you didn't have to lock your door during the night. You didn't have to lock your windows. I mean, I, I had to bury a mother and her three children uh, some years ago because 
uh, of the violence in the neighborhood and and at that time and but it's but it's still here it's still it's, there's still the violence is still there um they're still here it's everywhere but because of the uh the violence even though they lived on the second floor they had the uh, bolt or windows shut so that you they couldn't be opened um for fear of intruders because you got the back uh stairwells right mm-hmm. going up into the and 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 because of a fire they couldn't get out uh i, I mean it, they, they were able to bring the uh the burning mattress it's a long story but the bur- bur- bringing the burning mattress down the 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 father was was bringing the mattress down the stairwell to the front door uh because it was on fire and uh and the mother was at the door the t- at the the door of the apartment as he's dragging this mattress that is uh on fire down the stairwell to to put it outside uh the uh and the and the other three children are in the inside inside the house then there was what do they call it backdraft mm-hmm. uh, once that door opened uh the flames right back up took this woman up she she just her life went up in flames literally and the children were trapped inside you know it's it's uh it's it's, it's it, we 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 we've got to turn we've got to return to god and, and lent is an opportunity uh for us in the church to not only return to god uh or 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 or, or if you're listening, you know, you're, you're, you're already living your life in God, I suspect, you know. I'm always speaking to the choir, but, but we've got to decide. We've got to, we've got to be very intent on uh, entering, re-entering into the discipline of the faith and the rigors of the, uh, and, and, and make this, a, a, I say for myself at least, a, a rigorous Lent um, with a desire that, uh, that the Lord truly uh, sanctify me, that... Uh, the goal of our life is to say, and this is exactly what uh, the reading was all, is about, you know, God, uh, you are a temple of God. And St. Paul says, it's not I who live, but Christ Jesus who lives in me. Uh, it's going to take the raising up of the saints to confound the wise of the world. Uh, uh, and, and, and those the the elites the elites who um, are, are just there just seems to be this mass psychosis that we don't need God that we're going to do it our way it, it's as I keep saying it's so horizontal so man centered if if you God centered then you will in a in a in a righteous way. In a godlike way, serve humanity. But if you're, if we're not nurturing life in God, if we're not, you know, as I'm looking at this book, the uh, the bishop of the abandoned tabernacle. If we don't return to the tabernacle, uh, Jesus says, you know, I, I go to prepare a place for you that where I am you will be, but I will not leave you orphans. I will be with you. I will stay with you. And he's with us in, in, in the sacraments and principally speaking in the, in the, in the holy sacrifice of the Mass and the, uh, in the, the, whereby that bread and that wine becomes the body, the blood, the soul, and divinity of Christ so that we can place ourselves in the presence of Jesus, a very Jesus who uh, is very much alive in the Gospels in sacred scripture, the, the very uh, to be to be in the to be in the presence of of Yahweh, who you know Moses uh, saw the, the the burning bush that wasn't consumed, and he was out of curiosity. He went to see what this was all about, and God spoke to him, and and and, and he says that my people, he says, God said, I, they're 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 enslaved, and I, I mean to set them free. And I'm going to send you. And uh, Moses, of course, he 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 didn't want to go. He he, he balked at that, and he and the Lord says, "No, I, I, 
I can't, and he says, oh, who am I? I, I? I can't even speak well. I just, just, God says, but I, but I, but I am sending you. And so he finally agrees to go. He said, but so, so who are you? What is your name that I can tell them who sent me? This is, this is all a prelude to the, uh, the whole Paschal mystery, you know, God who took on our flesh and laid down his life in order to redeem us and save us from our slavery to sin and to take the sting out of death to show us that there is life beyond this world. Uh, but when uh, Moses said, well, what is your name? He says, you know, I am, I am who I am. And uh, when we place ourselves, uh, when we enter into the holy sacrifice of the Mass, when we enter into that sacrifice, we offer our lives, we give our lives to the Lord. Here I am, Lord, I come to do your will. I offer you my, St. Paul says, offer your life a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, your spiritual worship. Um, we acknowledge as we begin the Mass that we're sinful. And so we come before the Lord as uh, a sinful people, but with a desire uh, to enter into that sacrifice that Jesus reproduces life in us. Not only that he feed us that we not collapse, but that he reproduce his life in us. And so but, but but we're receiving. He's feeding us with Himself, and 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 when we're in the the adoration of the Blessed Sacrament is to be in the presence of the very Yahweh who spoke to Moses at the burning bush. It's to be in the presence of the of the very Christ Jesus. We see. Uh, walking through the uh, the pages of sacred scripture through the Gospels, um, spoken about uh, by Peter and Paul and 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 James and John and 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 Jude. You know, and it, it, it's it, in other words, it's we're in the presence of God. Uh, I am with you. I'm not going to abandon you. I'm not going to leave you orphans. Uh, I will. And again, as he says, you don't, let's not worry about tomorrow. We got trouble sufficient for today. I'm going to get you through this day, and I'll be with you tomorrow. I mean, you look at the birds in the sky. I provide for the birds and the flowers of the field. They're beautifully adorned. Um, but that, that's just an awesome, uh, and, and maybe, maybe that's something that uh, we should all uh, uh, take to heart. And maybe during uh, the, the season of Lent, you know, make it a point to, uh, you know, as, as, as I think I mentioned yesterday, you know, quoting uh, Jesus, he says, uh, open the door, go into the inner chamber, into your inner self, into the inner sanctum, that inner sanctuary that's within all of us, that, 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 that the place, uh, uh, as St. Augustine said, we're not going to rest until we rest in God. There's a certain emptiness, there's a certain uh, a place of, of longing, uh, a place of desire. Uh, only God can satisfy. Uh, not even the best husband or the best wife or the best a child or the best friend or whatever. Nobody can fully satisfy our, our need, our longing, our desire for God. But uh, often that's unbeknown to us until... Uh, and, and, I, but, and I was reading about that today. You know, to be holy isn't to be good. It's certainly, if you're, if you're holy, you're good. But to be holy is to be other than, to be different. It's to be different. And, and people recognize uh, holy people. And, I mean, what, what, what drew people to Mother Teresa of Calcutta, uh, a, a true saint that we had on the world stage, or, or Pope John Paul II, or, or Pope Benedict, as I, I just happen to be in the presence of these people. Or we all can think of holy people in our own lives who who in their presence uh, make us, bring us to, uh, to feel, to, to feel, yes, to feel that things are going to be okay, that um, there's cause for hope, uh, there, there's, uh, uh, they, they, they bring us a peace, uh, they give us strength, because they're other than, they're, they're different, uh, they're not, they're in the world, but they're not of the world, because it's what. Uh, but but Christ, who they they they've 
humbly been receptive and disposed to allow God to take possession of their lives. And and this is something we want to do as we enter into Lent, is to really allow the Lord Jesus to take possession of my life so that that my thoughts are your thoughts, so that I am able to see with your eyes, so that I can feel with your heart that my touch, that it be your touch. And and this is we have access to this God who is in our midst, who is with us. It, 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 it's just it's a very sad commentary on religious life. I'm thinking of uh, nuns, uh, sisters who part of their, these are apostolic uh, uh, active sisters, Not I'm not talking about the contemplative, strictly speaking, cloistered nuns like uh, the Carmelites, or, but active sisters who uh, at the at the center of their religious life was the Holy Eucharist, and that they would have simultaneously perpetual adoration, so that somebody sisters were always in prayer. Uh, a, a sister may be teaching, may be working in the hospital, but uh, but there's a, a portion of that day when she is or he, depending on if it's a men's community, would be in prayer. And and something rather demonic happened when all of a sudden uh, we no longer need perpetual adoration. We no longer need to uh, waste time in prayer What's important is that our work is our prayer, and so we're there among the people. Uh, it's uh, it, which is what many religious communities did, and are therefore now dead, yeah, dead or dying. Anyway, uh, it, it's it's. Uh, I'm very uh, much looking forward to reading this book, the Bishop of the Abandoned. Tabernacle, because uh, in many ways we've abandoned God, and I think we have to humbly acknowledge that reality uh, again. Uh, to 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 return to a Jesus who is with us in a unique way in the sublime mysteries of our faith in the Holy Eucharist. Um, that's got to be our focal point, uh, a personal reference. Uh, Jesus with us in the Holy Eucharist, the Holy Sacrifice, acknowledging before the Father uh, the love that the Father has for us, that he sent his only begotten Son uh, in order to redeem and save us and to adopt us into this family, but that we understand that we keep our focus on Jesus through Jesus, only through Jesus do we have access uh, to the Father. But yeah, let's just get this uh, this uh, idea that you know it's uh, it's about me or my rights or um, we 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 we've got to humbly because because God will manifest Himself mm-hmm. and 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 even and He can say I've said this before I I leave you to your own design you know Our Lady said that you know there will be the annihilation of nations uh, which in 1917 you know that was hard to comprehend I wasn't around then but I mean you hear about that and. But today it's a it's a it's it's probable, and when you've got now the talk of uh, the Chinese Communist Party colluding with the Russians, and you've got uh, uh, President Biden in the Ukraine, and all this, uh, uh, the, the, you know, something's not uh, something something's at a, something's afoot, right? Yeah. Uh, it, it's a it, it is a time. Uh, and at the same time, you know, okay, so all this is going on over there, and then you got forty-five thousand people who have died in Turkey, in, a, in an earthquake, and then here we are in the United States. Um, our, it seems like our preoccupation is transgenderism and yes. equity and uh, critical Pronouns. race theory, and uh, it's like we're have, have we lost our sanity? Have, have we 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 really have lost? common sense, uh, right reason. 
it's 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 a it's a really interesting uh, the times we're living in. But uh, the reform, the renewal, uh, begins where it begins with me. It begins with you, because I can't change the pope. I can't change the cardinals or the bishops or the priests. I can't. I can't even change myself. I need to come before the Lord and say, Lord, you've got to please. You know, uh, yes, as written in Scripture, I desire. I want to be receptive and disposed and allow you to abide within me. I want you to take possession of my life. Because really, people, if, if we allow God possession, he's our creator. Yeah. He created us. So if we give him possession of our lives, and then, then, we, then we, 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 we truly grow into the people that God wants us to be. You know? We got to take a break. Uh, we'll be right back on Father Anthony on Winds of Change on the new EWTN Catholic Radio Voice for Chicagoland, WSFI Catholic Radio on AM 750 WNDZ and on 88.5 FM WFSI. St. Stanislaus Koska Academy. St. Stan's is an exceptional private elementary school in Chicago, serving preschool age three and four, pre-kindergarten, kindergarten, and first grades. We incorporate Catholic values and rigorous academic, social-emotional learning, Chinese, Spanish, STEM, and more, providing our students with leadership and life skills to transform our world. St. Stanislaus Koska Academy is conveniently located one block north of Division on Noble, just off the Kennedy Expressway. To schedule your tour, visit ststanschicago.org. ststanschicago.org. I'm Father Anthony Bush, pastor of St. Stanislaus Costco, the Sanctuary of the Divine Mercy in Chicago, and you are listening to The Winds of Change. Sometimes it's tough to hear winds of change over the air. What with tall buildings, power lines, and other static. Now you can hear winds of change anywhere, anytime, or on any device. When Winds of Change is on the air, Monday through Friday, noon to one, go to ststandschurch.org. Scroll down to the Winds of Change tile and click on the Listen Live button or visit Winds of Change Facebook page to see the Listen Live link. How long has it been since you have been to church? Busy schedule, work, or just lost interest? To be Catholic is not just merely attending Mass as just another weekend activity to be checked off the to-do list. Participation in the Sacred Liturgy gives you the opportunity to be intimately connected to Christ through the Holy Eucharist. You can also cleanse yourself of sin through the Sacrament of Reconciliation as a baptized Catholic. Come before the iconic monstrance to be in Christ's presence in the sacred silence of the Sanctuary of the Divine Mercy. St. Stanislaus Koska Church is open 24 hours a day seven days a week. St. Stan's is just off the Kennedy, two blocks north of Division on Noble. Come back to Christ through the sacred liturgy and his gift of the sacraments at St. Stan's. Here's some good news. We are pleased to announce that St. Stanislaus Koska is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, in answer to our Blessed Mother's call to open the doors. The Blessed Sacrament will again be exposed all day, every day, except when Masses or other services are being held. You are invited to come and pray anytime, day or night. For your safety, we ask that you practice social distancing and wear a mask. Hand sanitizer is available, and St. Stan's has increased cleaning and sanitizing of the church. And a security person will be on site. More information can be found at ststandschurch.org. That's ststandschurch.org. St. Stanislaus Koska is located two blocks north of Division on Noble, just off the Kennedy Expressway. So welcome back, everybody. Thanks uh, for being with us. I'm Father Anthony on Windsor Change, uh, TNT, Tony. Nick and, and Tony. Tony and Tony. Tony, Nick and Tony. Tony, Nick and Tony. So, so yes, the readings this, uh, this past Sunday, we, you know, they, they provide just a beautiful, beautiful reflection in preparation for the penitential season of Lent, which begins Ash Wednesday, this Wednesday, hard to believe. And thus, uh, this begins a 40-day period for the renewal of our lives in Christ and uh, as a way to authenticate our witness to the world that the, that the, that the, that the church is alive. 
you know, that we're going to hold, we're going to stay the course. We're going to, we're, we're not going to deviate from what's been handed down to us, what's written in sacred scripture, what's been our sacred tradition. Um, uh, give witness to the fact that God is not, he will not abandon us. Uh, the, the first reading, if you, you recall from the book of Leviticus, with, it was very simple, very profound summons issued through Moses from the lips of God, be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. You shall not bear hate in your heart. Reprove your fellow citizen, but do not incur sin because of him. Take no revenge and cherish no grudge. Love your neighbor as yourself. You know, so again, reprove your fellow citizen, but do not incur sin because of him. Recognize and acknowledge the reality of sin, that we need conversion. This is what we're not hearing today. You know, repent, convert. Jesus didn't just say, oh, it's, it's, walk with the people. You just do it. Go ahead, do what you're going to. I mean, when the woman was caught in adultery, what did Jesus say? You know, let him, they were ready to cast a stone, stone her to death. And Jesus said, let the man, let he who, ha, let he who has not sinned cast the first stone. And beginning with the elders, they all walked away. And then Jesus stood there alone with the woman. And he says, woman, has anyone condemned you? And she said, no, sir, no one has. And he says, good. Oh, he didn't say, he says, okay. And neither do, he says, neither do I. But go now and do not commit this sin again. You know, the the second reading as we just, uh, just read, uh, Paul's letter to the Corinthians reminds us that we belong to Christ, and Christ is in God. God dwells in us by virtue of our baptism. We're temples of God, therefore all impediments or obstacles to his indwelling presence, in a word, sin, should be worked against lest the temple be defiled and desecrated. Paul cautions us against giving ourselves over to the wisdom of this world, which is foolishness in the eyes of God. God knows that the world's wisdom is vanity. For our part, we embrace our precious nothingness, that God be all in all in us. The world is passing away. Fads come and they go and reemerge from time to time, but God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And uh, the gospel was a continuation of last week's. Again, I repeat, Jesus reminds us that nothing of the, ten, of the Ten Commandments will be dispensed with and that the adherence to the law, which is the responsibility of all of us, is only the beginning. The will of God obliges us to grow in virtue, to be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect, to be perfected. So the readings from sacred scripture this past Sunday really set the stage for the why of our Lenten journey. We're called the holiness of life. And, I, and as I read this morning, I just, it's, it's, holiness is not about being good, but if you're holy, you're good, but it's about being other than, being different, and being imbued with the life of God. We're called a holiness which is impossible to achieve without docility, and an openness to the inner working of the Holy Spirit on the part of us all. We must be actively receptive, making an effort to seek the things of God and nurture a relationship with Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the, our means to the Father, to a right relationship with the Father. So the call being issued to the church is realized and achieved through prayer, through fasting, almsgiving. We'll hear that tomorrow. A prayer is to consciously commune with God, often with tears and supplications offered on behalf of those who suffer, those who are lost or confused, those who hold within themselves a hatred for God. A prayer is a disposition to grow in the Lord, a receptivity to the inner working of His Spirit which purges, transforms, and sanctifies us. And that's what's happening when we're in the presence of the Blessed Sacrament. We're, 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 we're disposed, we're receptive, you know, Go into the inner chamber, open the door, shut the door, be in the presence. Here I am, Lord, I come to do your will. Be still, know that he is God.
you know, fasting, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas has, says has a threefold purpose. And gosh, do we need this now today? Number one, a safeguard for chastity. We don't talk, we don't talk about chastity. A safeguard for chastity to be chaste that the mind may more freely raise itself to the contemplation of God. Again, be still and know that I am God. And to make satisfaction for sin. That's the purpose of fasting. St. Augustine basically uh, repeats all this. His, he says, fasting purifies the soul, lifts up, lifts up the mind, and brings the body into subjection, subjection to the spirit. It makes the heart contrite and humble scatters the clouds of desires, puts out the flames of lust, and brings the true light of, cha- of chastity. Again, chastity. Almsgiving. In a word, it's about charity. And the act of donating money, food, items to people in need of them as a spiritual practice. And, and not to be lost in this is the giving of our time to attend to the well-being of others. This always begins at home, right? Under the roof of our own houses. There was a saying yesterday, you know, we've got to, and wouldn't this be a, a form of fasting is to uh, detach from the inordinate use of social media, to be attentive to each other. You know, what's in your mind? What's in your heart? How are you doing? Why are you sad? Uh, the, the whole summons to holiness of life will be proclaimed tomorrow. Uh, afterwards, we receive the sacred ashes impressed into our foreheads with the words, Remember, man, you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Turn away from sin. Be faithful to the gospel. I mean, people, we truly are nothing without God. Only the Lord can bring life from the dust of the earth. It is vain foolishness to think we can get on with our lives in the absence of God. That's why we're such a, that's why the world is, is a world of fools today. At the end of all things, to whom do we turn? If we refuse him in this life, we are turned away in the next. I know people don't like to hear that, but that's in the scripture. You deny me, I deny you. The Lord's love, the Lord's love honors our freedom. Nobody, he's not going to put a gun to our head and force us to respond. Now is the time, people, to wake from slumber. Open the door to God who knocks that he be given a home in the life of each and every one of us. Open the door. He's knocking. He even says that I'm knocking on the door because I want to sup with you. I want to be with you. I want to stay with you because I'm your life. You have no life apart from me. But we give him a home in our life, but not on our terms. Not on our terms, but on his. Which are the means to genuine interior freedom and peace. And that's why we cannot be ignorant of what's written in sacred scripture and must be lovers of God's law. Not on our terms, but on his, which will serve us well. All right, everybody, thanks so much for being with us. Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Ciao. No time.
you say.